Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brian Doc Holiday, one of the hosts of Geektastic Cypher here on FranklinArmstrong.com. I just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in to all of our shows throughout the year. Uh, this is the last special of 2017. This one is our review of Star Wars The Last Jedi. It is with myself, Jaws D., and our special guest, Omar Sonics, from Hooked on Sonics at CJLO, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Sit back, relax, listen to us discuss, break down one of the best movies of 2017. This is our review. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. And we'll be back with a lot more amazing content in 2018. Okay, folks, if you guys are tuned in, this is a Geekdastic special. Uh, we have Jaws D in the studio with what, what? with our guest, Mobs Goodness, a.k.a. Omar Sonics, Whee! host of Hooked on Sonics at CJLO, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Uh, if you guys heard the show before, uh, oh, I'm also here. Let me just uh, rotate around. that real quick. Hey. What's up, guys? Wink, guy. wink, at the, wink at the people. <laughs> <laughs> the most awkward clean day I've ever given in my life. Ooh. Um so we are uh, hanging out here at my place. Um, we still have a cool name for the studio, so we won't try and pretend <laughs> that we do. Uh, if you guys have heard the other special mobs, as Omar Sonics and I did, where we discussed what we hoped for the Star Wars franchise, mm. this is the second part uh, where we fu- were finally able to get everyone together, quote unquote everyone. <laughs> no, <laughs> only two out of the four could make it. Woo! Um, shout out to Toby. Hopefully you feel better. I'm not even part of the four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two out of the four from the show can make it. Thank you for sitting in, though. A revolving uh, door of hosts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Skinny was on the show earlier. Uh, myself, Skinny, and Andrew Searles did a special podcast where we interviewed Andrew, who is a c- local comedian who used who went to uh, Abbott with us, and he's now living in L.A. doing the comedy thing. So we talked to him, did an interview. Oh, nice, nice. It was really fun, really, really fun. So that will be coming out soon. And then today we are going to be talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi. This is our review of the movie. Uh, we are probably going to do about an hour, so sit back, relax, get mm-hmm. uh, get yourself a glass of uh, Kool Aid because we were <laughs> we were drinking juice before. But no, no, concentrate, son. This <laughs> yeah. is Canada. This is Canada. This Kool Aid stuff. Get your three glass, <laughs> three pitchers of water. Get, get, that, get that can a minute made. Maybe maybe put some sugar in there. You know, want to sweeten it up a little bit. Uh, and who if, puts extra sugar in that stuff? In what? In what? In their concentrate. Oh, a lot of people do that. I don't do it, but a lot of people do Because my dad would, and it would taste like icing sugar. Like, it was gross. <laughs> you got to have so you haven't So you haven't gone to the America and had their Kool-Aid. Black people Kool-Aid there. They're just <laughs> using bags of sugar. Recipe for the beat is <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be talking about Black people <laughs> Kool-Aid. My, fa- my favorite joke in the next Friday was uh, Omar, uh, Omar uh, no, Mike Epps goes to ask for sugar from the guys next door and then they end up kidnapping them and there's like I know a lot of black people homes and I know that they and I know they always have sugar <laughs> he's like you're not you're asking for sugar just, something's going down you're up to something <laughs> saw right through them <laughs> So we're going to be talking Star Wars. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. Star Wars. Uh, so I was really go- liking this Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> Kool-Aid. 
tangents. And uh, if you guys are listening to us on the live feed uh, on the, the Facebook right now, that is going to be ending in like five minutes because we're just going to be doing it at the beginning. It's not going to be throughout the whole show. So hopefully you guys can make sure to tune in over at franklinarmstrong.com. That's the website. The player is right at the top of the page, franklinarmstrong.com. Uh, so let's start it off with just a recap of what the story is. Uh, we are in the eighth movie in the franchise, the Star Wars franchise. Uh, something that we were never supposed to see. May 2008, George Lucas said there will never be a 789. And that quickly changed. <laughs> um, I, I mean, we, we saw the change once Disney paid $5.2 billion. Yeah, I quite think. a bit. $5.2 billion or some ridiculous amount to acquire Lucas Films and... Obviously, they weren't just going to sit on the franchise. That would make absolutely no sense. Uh, so we are now, uh, yeah, we're now here in the eighth film, which is also the ninth in the, the entire, actually, it's the ninth in the franchise. It's the eighth in the Skywalker, I guess you could say, story arc, because mm. we had Rogue One, which was the first standalone. Oh, I thought that doesn't count. You just kind of pull that out from. I mean, it's still a Star Wars franchise. It's just yeah. that it's it's not. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah. see what you mean. All right. Um, so yeah, what they're calling the saga films now. Yes, yes, yes. And then Solo is going to be coming out. Not December though. Solo is coming out earlier than that, from what I understand, in the summer of the next year. I heard it was May, but now I'm hearing that everyone's assuming that they're going to push it to December. Mm. Yeah, because I find it weird because I I don't know what their big December release would be now that Star Wars Avatar. But I think Avatar two got pushed back another year or something. Is Avatar Avatar is Fox though, right? No, it's Disney two. Oh, now that Disney owns Fox. No, no, no. Before even it was Disney. Oh, it was always Disney. Really? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know I mean, that. D- there's the Avatar game ride at Disney World now. So. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know it. Okay. Me Disney too. owns everything now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. scary. So, we don't need yeah. no <laughs> edge. No, okay, sorry. So what we have is in this movie we are caught up. We saw The Force Awakens. You know that Han Solo has passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was killed by his son who is now working with Snoke. They are in this situation where Rey is trying to become a Jedi and she's training with Luke Skywalker, or at least that's what we're led to believe at the end of seven. And we're looking at the, the continuation where, uh, what's her name? Uh, General or well, how do you pronounce or town? What's her Leia's Organa? Organa, Organa thank yeah. you, Princess uh, or sorry, General Leia Organa, who is now the head of the rebellion. Something I still don't understand because, what? well, if the Senate is run by actual good people now, why did what they Senate? S- they're gone. No, the, <laughs> the, the, the Republic. The Republic. Yes. They're gone. Yeah. So the Senate was being run by good people. The rebellion was didn't really need to be there in TFA. Like no, why it, did it was there because there, you had the first order that was um what I'm assuming cuz they don't really explain it properly. Yeah. So you, you had the republic the and you had the first order that was basically like this kind of fascist yeah government or you know militaristic government. Yeah. That was trying to uh fight against or take over the republic. Yeah. And the resistance was like a um Maybe like a guerrilla warfare type But group that's the thing I don't understand. That was fighting against the First Order. And that's where I, I get confused. Why didn't the Republic have a military that is fighting against someone like the First Order who's actively trying to take them over? Like you have a, a, I, I a think, fascist military that is trying to take over your 
your government. I'm assuming that that's exactly what the resistance was because that's what they kind of allude to in The Force yeah. Awakens, and that's the whole reason why Hux pressures Snoke into using the Starkiller base nonsense yeah. to destroy the entire Republic. Because with the Republic completely destroyed, then the resistance is just that resistance yeah. now. They yeah. don't have, you know, the, the, the mil- what I'm assuming are millions of people, planets of people backing them and everything like that. Yeah. So. And, and then that's why I'm confused with them being called a resistance or a like the rebels. Because well, why they're called the resistance because they're resisting against the first order. So, yeah, because the yeah. first order is remember, you know running amok in other areas. Of yeah, it. because I would assume that the empire was like okay, so the senate's dissolved. Uh, and Senator Palpatine took over emperor. Emperor took yeah. over everything, and then I guess and then he went, dies. Then he dies, and then probably that's when they started doing. It sounds like the republic came in after that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would assume. And then the first order were just like remnants of the empire that yeah. kind of started organizing again, and then they all started fighting again, and then blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah, blah. Exactly. yeah. Because that was my only thing is that like I understood why they were called the rebellion in the original trilogy mm-hmm. because you're rebelling against the current state who is fascist and is trying to wipe out any hope Mm -hmm. which makes sense but I didn't understand why they're called the Rebellion now when... They're only called the Rebellion though by the end of The Last Jedi. I don't know if you noticed that. They were never referred to Uh, the Rebellion before. Yeah, that's true. They're called the Resistance. Okay, and then them being called the Resistance makes sense because they're resisting the First Order. Yeah, which is like one of the things that Luke says at the end that the Rebellion is reborn because there's there's nothing anymore. It's just the First Order. So... That's crazy. Okay, so that was just my little thing because I was alert. I was wondering about that and when I watched it. I was just like, that seems weird that they're being called that. And then uh, what else do we have? Chewie is there with Ray uh, on uh, that small island with the porgs. Yeah, <laughs> they're just kind of running around. We we don't know the name of the people that tend to that planet, tend to the temples. Yeah, do they well, know about the porgs? The we people the are called the, porgs. the caretakers. <laughs> oh, is that what? They're, yeah, that, I guess that's that, but that's, that's the, literally all yeah, they're referred called, to but, as. But, but that's their like race. It's funny because I was reading a, an interview where the, they were talking about the designers and the reasons that they uh, introduced the Porgs was because they had the puffins yeah. oh, on yeah, the yeah. actual island. Yeah. So they're just like, well, let's just CGI over them and turn them into Porgs. Might as well. I don't yeah. Yeah. The whole reason was, was that they, they couldn't CGI them yeah. out. Yeah, they couldn't get rid of them because oh, yeah. there's, there's too many of them. Too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why, like, I don't know if you noticed, but whenever they're on the island, there's little Porgs everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I guess those birds were just all over the place so that just made me wonder because uh, from what i understood the caretakers were supposed to have a little bit more but in the interview they were just like well the puffins were there and we kind of just kind of we just wrote about the puffin <laughs> the, the the porgs instead yeah. As, step. yeah it's just like they're here this is going to be easier yeah. we'll just have them interact with these guys instead. let's just make cute like- money I feel like they both kind of serve their purposes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The porgs are cute, and they're supposed to just be kind of these little creatures, and yeah. you're just like, okay, cool. We're going to sell more toys. And the caretakers are supposed to give Ray side eye. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> they were just sassy church ladies. Yeah. That's yes. what it, they that's look exactly. like nuns. They look yeah, like nuns exactly. slash nurses kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, really? You just destroyed our... <laughs> yeah. Is it me too, or did they not sound slightly Italian the first time <laughs> they popped in? And I was like, are they really going for this sort of angle again like oh, they did in man. the prequels? So, that's funny. Maybe. Everyone's represented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of what they look like. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, I was going to say it made me think of the milking. But anyways, we'll get on to that. No. So uh, let's set the stage. We are now at the beginning of the movie. We finally... Um, actually, how does the movie... Oh, the movie starts off. And oh, also, Poe 
and Finn and uh, Organa uh, are fighting because they are leaving. At the end of TFA, we see them leaving that planet where the, re the resistance was settled, their main base, and they know they have to get the hell out of there because they're just like, well, they're here. The First Order is here. Mm -hmm. They bring in those huge ships. The uh, dreadnoughts. Dreadnought, dreadnoughts, huge bastards of a ship. Mm -hmm. Every Star Wars movie just seems to make a bigger and bigger ship, <laughs> which like come a bigger on. planet that they could destroy five planets at once. And I feel like they are literally doing that just for the Lego sales, of course, because that Star Destroyer, the, for the Lego set, is like three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Four hundred dollars, maybe. I would say four. I would probably say yeah. four hundred. And now I mean, there's dreadnought. That star was four hundred. Dude, that dreadnought set's going to be like seven hundred dollars. Well, there's two, right? There's the dreadnought, and there's also the huge ship that yeah, Snoke, Snoke ship, ship, which is yeah. called the Supremacy. I don't know. Or something, something, like something like that. that. It's called something. Else. It doesn't make sense though. Yeah. Like, why would you need ships that big? You had the Death Star because you can. Because you need to assert your dominance. But also, where are the materials coming from to build these damn ships? Like, from all those planets <laughs> that the First Order is you know, willing waste well, on. See, well, yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you make it seem like, oh, we destroy planets. No, no, we destroy the planet, and then we take in all the minerals that are scattered throughout the area oh, that God, used to be. Brutal. And then we use it to make plant, uh, ships and stuff, you see? So, waste not, want not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we start the movie off with our heroes fighting against uh, an attack by the First Order. Yep. Um, Poe is leading an attack with his starfighters and the first time ever, the bombers. Yes. The Resistance bombers. Uh, we've had bombers before, but there were the Y-Wings. The B-Wings. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, the Y-Wings. The Y-Wings yeah, before the, the, older, the older yeah. school ones, and okay. now we have B-Wings. Okay. Or these are B-Wings, right? I don't know. if they, they looked like bigger versions of the B-Wings. I don't think okay. they were exactly B-Wings. But these, from, the from bombers were called what? They were just called bombers. Bombers. Okay, oh, never yeah. mind. Because yeah, yeah. from what I understand, this was the first time we see these bombers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, once again, Lego sales. Uh, mm. But those bombers, pretty badass. I got to say, though, as someone who really liked Poe in the first movie, seeing Poe directly disobey orders. Be impulsive. Be impulsive. Be, and put that be Maverick from Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, my God. And put that many people at risk kind of drove me crazy. Because that's so the movie. That, and this is where it starts. That's that, Top Gun. That scene where... Hold. I mean, we're, I'm, I'm jumping here, but that scene where Holdo basically chews Poe out and says you're dangerous. Yeah. I was just, I was picturing Val Kilmer. Oh yeah, yeah. Doing that whole like, I don't that, like you. That faux and, bite. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that Maverick and Top Gun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was a nice little uh, nod of head, like to, a throwback to, to, top, to yeah. top Gun. I wonder if they took inspiration from something like that. I would I mean, She called so. him Flyboy and everything. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. There's, there's a lot of references to. Like well, I mean, it's also a, you know, remember, uh, Star Wars definitely pulls heavily from World War II. Yes, so, that's yeah. fair. I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially Hux. Yeah. That boy wants to be Hitler on a <laughs> level that is unknown. F the Republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. F the Senate fire. So we get to that whole bomber scene. We lose a lot of people. Oh, man. So we, many. We see our girl Paige Tico sacrifice herself mm -hmm. uh, to launch finally because all the other bombers get destroyed. Yeah. They actually don't hit the dreadnought. Mm -hmm. They finally get Paige finally gets to launch them. And this is where you get introduced to Rose's sister mm -hmm. and the inspiration. Rose a, the sister. What a rare moment that you have a character that's on screen for maybe five minutes. Yeah. And when she dies, you actually feel really bad. Yeah, Dude, exactly. <laughs> I choked up because I was just like, she's legit doing this to save everyone yeah because at that point she's the last one 
She knows she's the last one. Yeah. She knows Even, she's going to die. She knows she's going to die 100%. The people on her ship are like unconscious. Yeah. I don't know how that guy passed out, but we don't. I think he was dead. I think okay. they were dead yeah. and they were knocked out or something like that. And she knows this is it. I have to do this. There's no there's no other choice. Yeah. And meanwhile, Poe is just not getting it. Yeah. And, and I think, so for me, and I'll start off with talking about Poe a bit. Uh, I had a lot of people get really upset with me for, because I didn't want to post a spoiler. So all I did was I posted ratings for all the characters <laughs> and when i posted the ratings for the characters i had a lot of people get pretty upset with my rating for poe because yep. they said why is poe only get- i think i gave him a two yeah you they're gave t- him a two out of five yeah they're just like why Car- is poe getting a two out of five he, he deserves more and and i said and and uh, and uh omar sonics and i had this discu- discussion for me if you start off the movie not understanding and it takes an entire two-hour movie for you to get the lesson Mm -hmm. like losing all those people every single one of those people all your comrades all your comrades dead because you didn't listen Mm -hmm. and you don't you still don't get the lesson his entire arc throughout the movie is him still being disobedient Mm -hmm. and disrespecting not following the chain of command that to me is why you got a two out of five yeah because you didn't get anything mm-hmm. you at, like we always talk about character growth and development i didn't feel his growth and development even at the end it felt like oh you're only getting this now yeah <laughs> only now <laughs> my only problem with it was that uh I, I I do feel like he got it by the end, and yes. that that what frustrated me is that it took him. But what did, what frustrated more was not that he got it by the end, was that I don't really felt that he felt the weight of getting it at the end. Agreed. Yeah. Everything that you know led to him getting it. Yeah. Because you know if we go through, if you want to go character by character, like you go by Poe here, right? So in the beginning, he gets all those bombers killed, and you kind of get the impression that him and Paige have some sort of relationship. That like, because he seemed genuinely upset when she died. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. you see him looking out at the explosion. Okay. And he's not happy. He's looking <laughs> out sad. Yeah. Because I guess his friend died, right? Obviously. Yeah. But um, you know, he comes back and and Leia chews him out for it and everything. And he's just like, they were heroes on that mission. And she's like, yeah, but they're dead heroes. Yeah, they're dead heroes. None of them are leaders. Yeah, and what I can't be leaders now. Totally. And what I liked also too was when you see Leia looking at the, you know, she's looking at the fighter, the uh, console. Yeah, the console. The readout, and it's telling her who's left, what's left, and she looks. You know, gen- upset. genuinely yeah. upset. Yeah, and that's another thing that you rarely don't see that in these movies either. You know, people kind of die and they just kind of skirt over it. Yeah. Consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Consequences. <laughs> now children. I get it. In war, you keep moving forward and stuff. But yeah. the one thing that I didn't like at the, I always thought this. Even as a child, I remember talking to my mom about this. Mm. The end of A New Hope, they come back, right? Luke is the only one, and Luke and Wedge are the only two who come back. Oh, from uh, Rogue, from Red, Red, Red Squad, from Red, Red Squadron, yeah. yeah. And everyone's just like cheering and cheering, and I'm like, is no one sad that <laughs> yeah. everyone else is dead right now? Like, you think it would be kind of obviously we're happy this yeah. happened, but a little bit of a kind of a bittersweet, yeah. somber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, everyone's just like, yeah, we we'll deal with those guys later. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that's one of the things that remember this movie's directed and written by the same person, Rain Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so I think there's a lot of things that he probably looked at the old movies and was like, We don't touch that. Let me write that in the movie. Yeah. We don't touch this. Totally. Let me put that in the movie. Let we you know, and continuous and continuous. Um for Poe's arc, I yeah, I completely agree. Um I part of me likes that he gets it at the end, but part of me is like, where was that before? Yeah. Like Leia's telling you all your friends are dead and you can't even like get out of your own 
head under out of your own ass. Yeah. About like, oh wow, I, I all the bombers are gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All like, of them are like gone. You're just assuming that the ends justify the means, and you can't even see the big picture of all of it. That what what I really thought where it kind of hits hardest was when they come out of light speed the first time, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all rushing to go out to, to, to start to get into their ships to fight again. And I'm thinking, you don't even really have that many ships anymore yeah, yeah, now because exactly. of your stupid move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, granted, if they would have come out then, I mean, you know, you can think of all sorts of different things. If they didn't take out the Dreadnought then, if they would have come out of Lightspeed then, they probably would have been screwed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, he does so many things that ultimately lead to bad repercussions that I think the main one that I don't really feel he realizes is by sending Poe and Rose on that secret Finn, mission. Finn and Rose. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh Finn and Rose on that secret mission where ultimately Benicio del Toro, you know, yeah. backstabs them. My yeah, favorite yeah. character in the movie. And gets the entire like practically the entire fleet destroyed yeah. Yeah. is all a result of Poe okaying that mission yeah, without exactly. clearing it with anybody yep. else. So the fact that I think at the end they said there's like only fourteen or twelve resistance people left yeah. is ultimately Poe's fault. Yeah, exactly. And there's and that's why he got two on five. <laughs> yeah, and you know I I was reading there's an amazing article on Den of Geek about how the Last Jedi tackles toxic masculinity and like mm. I really recommend it. It's such a good read because they were saying about how Leia and Holdo and especially Leia choose to use compassion to teach Poe his mistakes versus, right. you know, just like yelling at him. Yelling at him. But I really wanted like a mix of that. Like yeah. I really wanted him to get like a stern leadership. Like, and... I know Leia slaps him and demotes him, which yeah, is great. Yeah. <laughs> but I kinda wanted a little bit more of that. Like do like yeah. you know, do you not understand how many people you got killed? Like yeah. just because I think, it... I think one thing that would have put that seen over if she started listing the pilots of the bombers and list like saying people's Something names that. hey remember that person yeah no they're not here anymore well remember this person oh they're not here anymore remember that like just yeah. listing is like okay i get it no you don't yeah you do not you understand never got it. and the reason you don't is because this is that you're demoted yeah get out of my sight yeah <laughs> so i think uh and i i mean like i said i think that that's one of the reasons that as a character he was I, I and I I don't know if they were writing him to just be that flawed mm. uh, because at the end they're trying to set him up as the new leader. Are you trying to introduce like explain like leaders are flawed? Like what? I, that's what well, I. It I, seems I, like that's a a motif of the movie. If you um, continue talking about the rest of the movie, I feel yeah, of like course, yeah, yeah. that's a. Uh, a theme that comes up consistently. Leaders being, yeah. that's a good point. I mean, the the team, the, the theme being failure, I think is yeah. is the main thing. Mm. But you know, touching yes, on what you're saying, a about, lot of failure. Touching on what you're saying about Poe, I think when they're on the transports and Leia's explaining to him, you know, why Holdo did all this and why she's sacrificing herself. Like, you know, she was saying that she she doesn't care about the glory or anything like that. She's working for the light or something poetic, yeah. she says there. But, you know, I think that's where it would have been great for her to, or when they're saying, on, when, when they're on crate even, to just take him aside and be like, you know, because you were so impulsive, mm-hmm. this is what we're left with now, yeah. and like yeah. learn from really, this. really dig into yeah, like him. And, and just and just you know, even if it's a situation where she's trying to teach him versus versus you know denigrate him, mm-hmm. just tell him that like, look, this what we have left here. This is because of you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> learn from this and move forward from this because I can't, I can't 
destroy you emotionally here mentally because ultimately we need you there's only 14 of us here now but but learn from it if you're supposed to grow to be a leader now and i don't really feel there was that's where i thought the writing lacked a little bit with that and that's my thing i think the issue is he shouldn't be the leader yeah and i find it weird that we are set up for him to take over when from the beginning we've and and throughout the whole movie the, the point has been he doesn't understand when to stop. And whether or not we got to the end and he finally got the lesson, we lost way too many lives. And like Mobs was saying, we lost so many lives and because of him, we lost that many lives. Why would you ever put someone in charge? And my my partner said the same thing. She's just like, I don't understand. Are they now making him the leader of the group knowing full well that the reason they're down to this few people is because of his decisions? (laughs) Before like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Hidalgo? Holdo. Holdo, sorry. Uh, Holdo got like, like appointed the new leader is like Poe was kind of like adjusting his yeah, seat. Yeah. He's like, all right, oh, here yeah. we go. Yeah. I'm going to come up. And it's like, no, not you, her. Like Leia's best friend from childhood. She, yeah. We're paying attention. <laughs> I thought that was a really good subtle scene th- yeah. too, yeah. especially yeah. in terms of like his character development. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of wish there was a little bit more. Of that. Yeah, yeah. I was just kind of yeah. wishing there was more little things like that, that kind of, because exactly like what you said, by the end of it, it really was, look, you, could possibly be the leader here, but you still have so much more yeah, to learn. Exactly. And I think, like you said, they left it that, oh, he is going to be the leader. Like, I wouldn't mind it if there was more of a, you can't be the leader right now. Yeah. And if there's a time jump between this one and the next one, if he's the leader then, then it makes sense. That, yeah. yeah, then it makes sense then at that point. Um. So that leads us to the next story, which we touched on, Rose and uh, Finn. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that uh, I gave those guys, I think I gave Finn a three and maybe Rose a three okay. or a 3.5. Uh, Rose got a higher score because she had more character development mm-hmm. in one movie in few scenes <laughs> than Finn had in two whole movies. Mm-hmm. And for Finn to not grow as a character upset me because at the end, Finn Finn's two main things are I hate the First Order and Rey's important. Mm-hmm. That's That's what it came down to. If you gave me the elevator pitch for who is Finn, mm-hmm. I care about this girl and I hate what I was before. Yeah. And that seems boring to me for after two movies, that's still where we are. Well, remember he was in a coma for a good while. <laughs> I know. No, no, I don't, don't get me wrong, yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's in a coma in the time that we don't see anything yeah, from yeah. The one movie to the next. Yeah. So of course, when he comes out, he's going to be kind of similar to what he was. But I mean, the, the I time- just assume that by the end of the force awakens, he's kind of, he's learned a little bit more. You yeah. Know, like, mm. He goes back for Ray and I kind of took that more as in that he goes back for, you know, someone he cares about. Yeah. And that's not it, you know? Cause no, yeah. the way this movie starts off is it starts off that that's all he cares about then. And I just kind of thought that that was a little bit of a step back. Yeah. Well, Cause I mean, I could kind of see why he would, cause you know, he went through this whole adventure with Ray and they were both together for that long and, yeah. and they got each other's backs and stuff like that. So I could see why he's like, Oh, well we're, is she here? And it's like, no, no, no. She's doing her own thing. Like, okay, okay. But you know, just yeah. And then case. when he finds out that she'll come back to the danger, yeah, he's just like, well, I have to go and help. Actually, because he, he because to be very honest, he doesn't know anything else. Yeah, all he knows, all he, but, all he knows is that whatever else there is is the first order. And nah, I don't want to go back to that. I feel like, but th- that's the thing about his motivation. So from the beginning, he wakes up. Poe tells him what's going on. Mm-hmm. They have that meeting. He's kind of like, okay, I'm down with it. But then. Like the whole thing happens where I'm sorry, your your boy dies, Akbar. Um, R.I.P. General Akbar, mm. first Muslim in space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, You're really a trendsetter and a hero to many of us. 
God bless you. We're going to talk about that scene with Leia in a moment. But after the scene with Leia and comes back in, he takes the... Because, you know, they've jumped mm-hmm. and the First Order is able to follow them through light speed, which has never been done before. Right. He finds the... the I thought we would have figured out how they were able to do it. Well, actually, there's thought, an I, Easter egg. There's an amazing Easter egg in Rogue One mm-hmm. where uh, yeah. Cassian and Jin... Yeah. Are searching through the uh, the archives and that and that whatever that station mm-hmm. to find the uh, the Death Star blueprints, and they actually are going through like the list of things that they're looking for, and one of them is hyperspace tracking. Oh, yeah, no way. I thought that was so really neat. They've that- been looking that up since the the end between three and four. Yeah, which is super cool. Yeah, because now you're at seven, and they've actually perfected well, the technology. Technically, before four. Yeah, oh, that's what I said. Between yeah, three yeah, and yeah, four. Yeah. 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 Okay. So another another least. cool Rogue One callback too is. The Mon Calamari dude, or I'd like, as I like to call him, the Admiral Akbar substitute yeah. <laughs> in Rogue One, uh, something General or Admiral Raddus. Yeah. The name of Princess Leia's ship, ship yeah, yeah, is the Raddus. Yeah, it's yeah. named yeah. after him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping there's an Akbar ship. <laughs> well, there will they'll have to be. Yeah, People for sure. Just, just it's disrespecting that him like it's, that. It, they clearly uh, name. Yeah, for know, they yeah. forget they don't forget. Once again, the Muslims get the short end. Of the <laughs> but so one of the things, so Finn is now like, I have to go save Ray to let her know not to come back to this. Yeah, and I feel like, and that's his entire motivation. And that's a really weak motivation Thank you. when you think about it. Like his you entire, just, you just don't want her to come back to this. What? His entire motivation is he woke up, he finds out what's going on. Leia gets injured. She comes back. They have that pulsing connection. Oh, yeah, bi- yeah. Bio the tracker, something. the tracker. Their tracker that connects them. He sees it fall off of her wrist. He realizes if she comes back, she'll be coming back into this. Yeah. So what does he try to do? He tries to steal a ship to go find her. Steal a pod. Yeah, to tell her we can't go back to them. Yeah. That's your whole motivation for Finn. Mm. That's it. I remember because, and, then it, and then it changes on a dime. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. yes, because then Rose comes over. We finally meet Paige's sister. She's obviously sad. She just lost her sister. Which who, I loved because that's, again, one of the few times someone is actually mourning someone. Yes. Yeah. Something that you guys were, yeah, were just referencing. It's not like it's sand. It gets everywhere. And it's coarse. <laughs> and the thing I really liked was she had that, the the shocker, mm-hmm. the like, the... Um, the taser. The taser. And she's been like, I've been tasing people all day. I've been, been try- tasing people all day. They've been trying to escape. And I'm just like, oh... That's really messed up. And then she realizes that Finn's trying. <laughs> He's not trying to escape, but at you the same time. You know what's time, weird about these movies? This black guy keeps getting tased. <laughs> BB-8 tases him the first Yo, one. Yo, he got tased hard in the first one, yeah. No, but it was just like... Bzz, bzz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bzz. <laughs> And this one, she knocks him out that he's that he's numb. I can't move my heart. I can't feel my teeth. (laughs) He's numb. She hit him with a cocaine with a (laughs) cocaine taser. Can't feel my teeth. And I do like Rose and Finn's interaction in that moment. Mm. That moment of like they connected on a level and it it went so fast. Well, yeah, because she's fanboying out. She's like, "Oh, you're Finn. Oh, snap!" But even after that, when she tases him, and then they start discussing how they're being caught, Uh and they start to figure out that, oh, well, how would we do this? And because he's former First Order, he knows where it would probably be. Mm -hmm. It's only on the lead ship. Not all the other ships are following. And they kind of go over this plan and bring it to Poe. Once again, though, that's another thing that pisses me off. Poe ends up being the person that they default to instead of General Organa. I mean, I, I, I guess why he trusts Finn. I guess, yeah, I guess why I he trusts. That. Well, because General, she's kind of out. Yes. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, and yeah. they don't go to Holdo. Yeah, they don't go because to Holdo. they don't know her. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That Sorry. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and then that leads us to this: the 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 what I consider the longest thirty something minutes of the movie. 
easily could have been cut down to 15 minutes. So you didn't like the... Um, the, the rich person's version the, of the cantina scene? The, the space... <laughs> space um, was The called? 1% cantina? No, 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 no. I call it... I call it space... Uh, space Monaco. Sure. That's, that's exactly I call what it, it is. Space Monaco. I call it Star Wars goes double, 007. Sure. Because apparently, apparently there's supposed to be a scene where they change their clothing to fit in. Cantina Royale. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's there a good title. Go. But uh, yeah, pretty much that scene. But it stinks that... Too long. That that's yeah. I do agree that scene is very long, but I do like that it it, it takes you to another part of the universe. It yes. opens up more of the universe, so it's not just smugglers and yeah. the underworld. There's like, well, there's also people that sell yeah. ships and plans, and the the the, the, the people that profit off. Of once war. again, the one percent, the yeah. people who don't care who they're selling to. Mm-hmm. One thing though that drove me crazy, and I guess they had to put that in so there was a reason for them to get arrested. Mm-hmm. But why the hell would you land the damn thing on the beach and just leave I, it there? That's, I Makes thought the same. Thing. Absolutely no well, sense. The way I would see it is that Poe knows nothing about the outside world. Uh, but Finn. Finn, sorry, yeah. sorry. Finn knows nothing about the outside world, and I would assume so does Rose. Uh, Rose. Like even though, she, well, she says I, I grew up a slave. Then I, know, but I went to this other thing. You can't well, just land like, ships on the fucking beach, man. What's like, a beach? <laughs> what's a beach? They knew I, they were on the beach, especially when been... that when that character there, who apparently is played by Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt, yeah, oh, was really? saying that yeah, I told them not to park on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what a beach is. Oh, come on, I've man. never, I've never been. Like Finn's a space janitor, and this other <laughs> girl was a slave until she started working with <laughs> the, the resistance. resistance. Yeah. So it's not like, oh yeah, happy fun times on the what's a beach? I don't uh, know. What a beach I don't know, is. man. I, I still feel like, like that's I a need little... to park it here. I need to. I need to get this guy a permit. To, I no. I need, sure. I get I need, that they like, don't understand the details of parking. But, but you no, think no, no, it would I be mean, like maybe we should hide our ship? Exactly. <laughs> We are the going. The ship is out in the open on the beach. When they're riding to it, even too on the Fathers, I'm like, mm-hmm. how are you going to get into yeah, this? But <laughs> this is the adventures of the inexperienced resistance. Oh, God. I so, mean, if I was Princess Organa, I would definitely park in the in the bush and yeah. stuff. But you know, I'm not. So, <laughs> so we get these beach. two boneheads get arrested. <laughs> You know, the and beach then, is nice and open. No one's there. It's nighttime. <laughs> yeah. It really is the shortest mission ever. Yeah, the yeah, is. They the, get arrested. I remember even watching it, being like, "This is it. You're in jail already." Yeah. yeah. Well, of course they are. They didn't park. They parked on the beach. But you know, honestly, like <laughs> what Wendell is saying, totally makes sense. They're yeah. totally inexperienced. Like, well, when I, have they done a mission? Like, like you, you're taking someone from the pipes. Yeah. Pipe section of the ship. Yeah. And space janitor. But here, here <laughs> go I, find this code master. Here again is an issue where the writing could have been beefed up a yes. little bit to mm-hmm. explain a lot of this stuff. Yes. Which I don't feel like it was. I think I Because if that was kind of, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit like, are you sure you guys can handle this? Like you've never done anything yeah. like At least give us space a little bit. Janitor. I hung <laughs> I hung out with Han Solo and Chewie. <laughs> And the Millennium Falcon. Oh, well, you know, sign you up. There you go. But that's the thing. That's and all you need you know, to say. You joke, but that's, that's funny. A- Rose makes that point that mm-hmm. Finn yeah. is seen in such high regard by everybody that no one yep. questions how he, how's he, how he's involved with these things. Exactly. When they really should, because like you're saying, he's a space janitor. <laughs> because <laughs> the only person that puts two and two together is Han Solo. He's like, well, how do you know this? Oh, I used to clean it. You're a janitor? <laughs> We're going to die. That, that was great. Because of a janitor. Janitor. That was great in that scene too because he's like, I don't know, we'll use the force. And Han is it like, doesn't it doesn't work, work that, that way. way. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, then we get to meet DJ. DJ is my favorite character in the movie. He got five on five. Mm. Because DJ's character, and what is that? Um, true neutral? 
Yes. I think that's what it's what. Well, he's just in the I middle. Mean, it's like neutral to such no, a no, degree. No, no, but I mean like it, there's that like, something about Dungeons and Dragons yeah, where yeah, someone's... Yeah, like, like, so you have like it's a, a nine... It's a, it's a three by three grid. Yeah. And there's lawful good and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he's like dead in the middle, basically. Yes. Where he has no allegiance to anyone but himself. Right. He doesn't, he, he believes in good and evil, but yeah. he doesn't side with either one. Yeah, exactly. It's just for him. Apparently. And and I like the fact that he, in doing the, so, because we haven't seen a character like that. Like, Lando likes to pretend that's what he was. Lando, Han, Yeah, but ultimately, Lando in The Empire Strikes Back, a lot of people forget about that. He sold out Han yeah. to save his people. Exactly, right. exactly. So. It, it wasn't about being neutral. It was about, I'm trying to save my city. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing that I think is important, where DJ legit doesn't give about anybody. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. he's not trying to help the, the, the villains. He's not trying to help the heroes. He just doesn't want to die himself. Yeah, of course. And if you give him the best like anybody offer... anybody else, like, what would I do in that... What would I do in that uh, that universe? Oh, try not to die. <laughs> Get out of the way. Yeah. Try not to die. He even says something like, good guys, bad guys, they're all the same or something like yeah. that. Yeah, because he's going through the schematics yeah. of what they sell and then he gets on the X-Wing and then all the uh, the... the the walkers and all that kind of stuff, and he's like, they sell to whoever whoever pays for yeah. it. Yeah, and that was he a really good scene. He said something to Finn. I can't remember what he says. Like something, something. Don't join. Mm. Yeah, don't, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, DJ. So uh, for I've that heard, reason, I've heard that character is a, actually a part of the expanded us- universe. That what? character, DJ, act, like apparently he was a part of the the legends, and then they actually like brought him out from legends and put him into. Oh, really? That's what I'm hearing. I could be completely wrong. We'll have to wait. I mean, there's so many things going around. Uh, the, the The canon universe has been completely thrown off. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they decided to change it once Disney bought it. So, well, I'll, I mean, it, what their their logic, I personally don't even care. The if logic part of is the, it kind of makes sense. What's canon yeah. is the movies, the thing that everyone has access to. Well, movies is, and cartoons. Movie, yeah, yeah. Well, the movies, and then underneath it is the cartoons, and then it just gets loaded, and then yeah. Legends is like the bottom. So, but Legends is what? What the Legends is like expand everything that was about the expanded universe, but before the, like the books, the books, the movie, yeah, the, all that. Yeah, stuff. but that stuff's not canon anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, so that's okay. what Legends is. So like, it could reappear, it might not. They could repurpose yeah, yeah, yeah. it, they could reuse it, whatever. I mean, they've already changed so much. The the but yeah, but it's it's they it's, had it's, three kids. Yeah, uh, Han and and Leia. Yeah, one of them was a technopath. Because I thought one of them, I thought one of the Scholastic books, it, they had two kids, two twins, and and Darth Vader for some reason is still alive. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's that's why it's like a lot of the expanded universe, a lot of the legend stuff contradicts. I know itself, and 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 that's why, like, so I think they had, they had to clean it up. I I mean, for me, it seems a little weird to do that. If I'm Disney and I have that much of a blueprint, mm-hmm. why am I going to fight again? Ninety percent of the work is done. Why? I know, but I think because they figured if they were going to do new things, they didn't want to have to be held to those past things. They wanted yeah. to just come back. I mean, and, and, and they want and they want to streamline it. You want to like, okay, I mean, this adap- is the baseline. You can adapt and, it instead of just But that's what I'm saying, it. they can. But see, adapting it, why would you want to adapt it? You want to do something completely new and fresh. The, the only reason but, I'm saying I'm to saying, adapt it is you have the blueprint. So you have most of the work done. You can get people to, the same way with like for comic books, MCU universe, you have the blueprint, but yeah, they're but adapting. Then, but then eventually you're going to do a reset. Which I to Every, me, everyone always does a reset, but I they don't want to do that with Star Wars. Yeah, kind of. but that's what I was saying. That's like, too much to reset. We've had this conversation. Oh, and I, I see what you're saying because yeah. we've had this conversation where I said instead of doing these like uh, cr- changing everything, mm. you know these stories are good. Mm. Turn these stories into films first, right? And then once you start to learn how the universe works, then start to change. But what I'm thinking they're doing is just like okay. Everything that came out before and all the things that contradict each other, we're, putting it, we're yeah. putting it down here and we'll come back to the, we'll 
take maybe this idea from here and that idea from there. I guess. You know, I they own it. They can do whatever they it's want. True. And you and you want to kind of make it less complicated for anybody. Yeah. Uh so old or new. DJ Rose and Finn go on their adventure. Mm-hmm. Um the whole side story with Finn and Rose, I get it. And I think this is great that they gave Rose uh, a character of color a, a really good backstory. Mm-hmm. And it's it kind of sucks that this is what I've always asked for. Give us Shoot more. Yeah, I've, see, that's the thing. I've always asked for characters of color to get more of a story. Mm-hmm. Star Wars finally, I mean, I, I think and I think I mentioned it to you. I mentioned it to my partner. The original Star Wars trilogy, other than Princess Leia, 38 seconds of female dialogue mm. in the whole trilogy. Three movies. 38 seconds. All of them spoken by Mon Mothma. No, well, she has one line and then, and the rest of it is like monitors and people on like, yeah, yeah. they're coming in, Captain, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. So the fact that we get to this next one where you had the next trilogy where um, Portman's character and a few other people have more lines, Mace Windu has more lines. Okay, more the people. Decoy. Yeah, more people of ca- color, more people, Rest more characters. Peace thrown in doing more i'm happy with that so we finally get to this one we get rose a character of color we're like okay finn's our lead female lead and we're gonna give this other character a whole backstory we're gonna shoehorn it into the middle of this movie though to really bring home this whole point of why she needs to save these horse things and these slave kids yeah guys that was not the time to do it do it it was it was it was great to get that. No time like the present. But it <laughs> shoehorn it in. That Shove was, it right in there. But mm. it, it made the middle heavy. I, I really <laughs> do feel that it can you know, in in repeated viewings of it, it, oh, it, man. it does work a little bit better. Okay. Um but the movie does end up feeling long. It is long. And like, it is long like the first time around, but while you're watching the first time around, you're like stoked, but Yeah. After that, I do find that like it does drag, and mm-hmm. I find that that whole Canto bite sequence works a little bit better on a reviewing, but it does ultimately feel like they could have cut it out, yeah. or they could have cut, really cut it down. They could have really turned I, it. I feel they could have trimmed the the heck out of the chase yeah. scene. Yes, um, yeah. cut out the scene with BB-8 and the guy putting the coin slots. I do love that. No. Scene. And I like that scene though. Yeah, we all like it's it because because, scene, then, because then he gets ammo for later on. Sure, that's like, an amazing scene. I, th- I think maybe like he does it twice. Well, how much? He, yeah, I think he did it like three times. Multiple times. Apparently, that character too is Mark Hamill who wanted to try yeah. motion capture. I heard. So yeah. Oh yeah, no yeah. way. Okay. But yeah, but BB-8 I, is uh, the greatest character in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, BB-8 with the like riding like ride him cowboy style at the end. Super dope. I yep. think. I think BB-8. It's surprising because I feel. A lot of what BB-8 is doing is kind of similar to what R2-D2 was doing, totally. sure. was doing, but specifically in the prequels, but it's not as crazy and absurd. As yeah. Like, as yeah. Like, and then, and then R2 was in the, in, 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 in the, in the manufacturing facility and then, and then rockets came out and then R2 flew and then, and th- like, that's what it really felt like in the prequels yeah. with R2 just doing everything. Yeah. He was like a one man wrecking machine. That's exactly. what he I was, was. just going to say. <laughs> They were like, they the just real sent him in machine. to do stuff and he would just be like spinning and like you're just, and you're like, what the hell? And BB-8 is essentially doing that. BB-9, a complete waste. I don't know why you built up this huge showdown of characters and then never had anything. Totally. All he did is he just saw him and called everyone else to yeah. arrest them all. And it's like, yo. You were kind of, I was hoping that there'd be a little bit of a, you know, like a rolling into each other. Like a game of chicken or something. And I mean... Also, BB-8, your disguise, 
A trash can. I know. It's not his disguise. Someone puts it on him. That's not his disguise. I know, but yeah. I mean... Ugh. He's just like, I don't know what to do. Uh, I stand Just like spray paint him black, guys. I don't know. Do something. But that didn't make any sense. They didn't have no spray paint. I know, I know. Uh, DJ... So they finally get into the ship. They go through a whole bunch of things. And once again, as we mentioned, failure. They completely botch that. <laughs> they get all the way to the... War. They see it. They the, see what they're using to the trash. The capacitor? Yeah, yeah. Ex- essentially. <laughs> they finally see it. It's, it's through a door... DJ is just like I can get you in. He, you know, uses the necklace from Rose, Rose's sister, because he asked for it. Rose gave it to him earlier on. It was a touching moment of like, She's like yeah, I gotta do this. I gotta do it. I love my sister, but this is more important. She gave it. Finn goes on that whole rant about give it back. That was really when I, Finn was like, shoehorn. give it back, give yeah. it back. <laughs> Once again, though, shoehorning in some like love and like caring and concern. We get it, sure. And then when he uses it, pops the door open and hands it back. Oh, I just needed that piece of metal because it's a, the best conductor. conductor. Yeah. That was great. Mm-hmm. I love that scene because once again, DJ is essentially playing everybody at all times. Yeah. Uh, only to turn on them. Yeah. Which was perfect mm. i wouldn't want dj any other way mm-hmm. and i know some people get really upset they're just like oh he's like he's like the worst than a scoundrel yes that's true the whole point neutral yeah. that's exactly that's the whole, that's point. The whole point and 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 that moment too is is such an amazing moment because man the consequences yes. of that are because awful yeah and they're and these two awful. people that aren't operatives they aren't spies yeah, yeah. they they they're totally taken by yeah. this guy they're yeah, they're yeah. swindled bamboozled finn is Pissed. Of course, he understands. Yeah, and I, I like that. That leads to Finn. Like once again, though, we don't really get to see Finn evolve. Like he just gets really angry mm-hmm. because you've kept me from doing my mission. Yeah. Well, okay. I do feel like there is an evolution for Finn. Oh, my really? only problem is, is that I kind of feel like it's sort of the same evolution you go through in The Force Awakens. But I mm-hmm. guess you're supposed to assume that it's on a grander scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know, Wendell, you were saying that you know he he becomes attached to Ray so he decides that at that point he's going to like he's got a friend now so yeah. that's True. how he grows okay in that's fair First thought, but at the end of this movie especially at the end where he's doing the suicide run yeah. to the yeah. ram at that point you really get at that like he's learned now that like there's something that's bigger and and he's working for something that's a Greater. lot larger that's, than, than just a person or him or anything yeah. like that and I thought that and I think a lot of that has to do with his conversations with Rose which I kind of wish maybe there was a little bit more to it. Yeah. And I heard that there apparently was that ended up getting cut. Yeah. Um, that maybe would have expanded more on him moving towards that direction. But, you know, this kind of sucks, but I actually would have loved it if they actually did kill him off in that suicide. Yeah. yeah. He would have completed his arc, I felt. I mean, I re- we would have been... percent we would have been pissed off as black people of saying course. they killed the black guy. Of course. No, but, but no, but... But if, once it's settled, we would have been like, but it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because, you know, Holdo's sacrifice is great in everything. Beautiful. And the shot is amazing. Like, you know, one of the great, if yes. not the most beautiful yes. shots in the entire Star Wars. Did you know they had to tell some uh, patrons at the AMC in the States that the audio cuts out on purpose it's an artistic decision <laughs> oh wow because people were complaining there's a scene where the audio cuts out uh-huh. amazing wow idiots anyway sorry but anyway. you know her sacrifice is amazing and everything yeah. but you don't really get any sort of emotional connection yeah no, whereas right. when Finn is really running towards the end there yeah. I was seriously thinking man they're really going yeah, to kill him I really off. thought they were going to me too, and, me too and I thought it would have been an amazing scene because yeah. like, I was watching and I was like all right, man, you earned this. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. earned. All right, I and, get, and all right. I here we go. To, and and that's where he would have gone a higher grade for me. And I thought too that that would have 
kind of cemented something in Poe too. That look at this guy. Yeah. This guy was going to take it on himself. Yeah. And he had nothing to lose. I mean, he had everything to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came from like you know what a background he came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't doing it for any sort of guts or glory or anything. He was doing it because like you know he's yelling at the end that like I can't let them win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought that it would have been such an amazing end to that character. You know, like when it was just saying, like his arc, it would have been yeah. a perfect yeah, cap yeah, to his arc. Yeah. And like that would have been legendary then, yeah, I think, yeah. in, because, in the Star Wars story. Because I think a little bit after that, um, Luke starts talking about uh, um, Ray was telling Luke that we need legends. We don't like we need we need people. Yeah. We need people to like inspire inspire yeah. everybody. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like I, I and I felt like once Rose comes back. And saves him from the blast and everything, and yeah. and then she kisses him, and I'm just Ugh. like, I'm like, eh. that I was, was like, okay, literally the least romantic like, thing I've yeah, ever seen I was in a movie. I like, I don't know if it was trying to be romantic or she was just because they failed, and, or they really was, did, or she <laughs> was just like enamored with him at that point or something. I was just like, eh, I'm not I, feeling this. Anymore. I really thought it would if if they were just gonna continue with that, if it would have ended a lot better if they didn't shoehorn that kiss. In. Yeah. They shouldn't have put the kiss. If you do that scene without the kiss, it still it works. works. It works better. Yeah. I feel it works yeah. better because the yeah. kiss comes in and it's kind of like a groan. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I think it's probably one of those, it felt like one of those things like, oh, we have to make them kiss because, you know, uh, market research and stuff. <laughs> like, that's why I liked um, Pacific Rim so much. Like, at the end, she they, they, they survive. The, the first Pacific Rim. Yeah. The okay, second so one's on yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I and, like, so, I and so they come out oh, from yes, the pod yes, yes, and yes. they hug. Yeah. They don't kiss. Yeah. It's not a love story. It's not about them. It's like, no, we survive and we're friends and that's, that's And it. you don't always need a love story. No. But you everyone can, always feels they need one. I mean- I don't I, know why. I And I, you know what? And, I feel like writers think everyone wants that. Mm. But I think we've finally gotten to a point where we don't actually want it. Because- We don't need it. Because I, I, when I look at- Ray and Finn, I don't always like. Everyone, I'm pretty sure everyone's like, oh, they're gonna make them like romantically. I don't and personally, I don't, I don't see it like that all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, I haven't seen my friend. I was out mm-hmm. for so long, and oh my yeah. god, you're alive! Oh, thank God, thank God, thank God. Yeah, thank god. I, I, I mean, know? at the beginning, I kind of had that sense of like, I, I mean, when everyone was posting pictures of them together, and then Supergirl and Jimmy Olsen together, mm-hmm. and they were they were saying like to all the racists in the world, oh, come on. like <laughs> I, I hope you're enjoying television now because it's all about that biracial. And I and for a split second, I was just like, you know what? I'm kind of happy that they're showing more biracial. But at the end of the day, those two don't need to be a yeah, loving relationship. I'm raising my hand right now. Um, I remember Canada had a little show called Sticking Around, yeah. and the lead girl was a white girl, and her best Bradley. friend was black. Yeah, and so that's how I kind of see. Those Ray, two. Ray, and Finn. Oh yeah, just two friends. Just oh no, I, I, and going that's on crazy fine. Adventures I'm, I'm just saying that there's at, nothing romantic about him. At one point, myself as a black male being in a biracial relationship, and you know, walking through stores and being stared at sometimes. Mm-hmm. I want a world where people don't even think twice. Yeah. You know, like Hannibal Buress's apple juice joke. I was going to say that. You want to live in a world where you believe that people are hating on you because you got so much, so much apple, apple juice, juice. And that's in your legit. cart. In your cart. Because I would be the person with you. a cart full of apple juice. And when they look back at me, I'd be like, y'all can just go down that aisle. This apple juice. It's a good. How do you start your own apple juice coming? Anyways, aside. <laughs> Literally brought Brian apple juice. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I love apple juice. But that's the whole point. Like, I, I mean, it, it's great. You know, it's beautiful, but we don't always need it shoot in. Yeah, yeah. And once again, the Rose and Finn thing was an example of them thinking they need to sh- like shoehorn it in. Something. And that was a And mistake. then also uh, towards that end where Ray looks over at him like staying over yes, Rose. Yes. And like, t- yeah. And it's, it's like, 
kind of you, like you not can, jealousy, but yeah, but you can like oh okay oh okay like what's going on like like remember how in the Force Awakens we joke around that like. Poe tells Finn, like, oh, you're wearing my jacket. Oh, do you want it back? And he's like, oh, no, no, it looks good on you. And then he bites his lip. Yeah, because those two are in love. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, no. They're... Finn and Poe are the he, true he really bite his lip. Look, he, dude, I'm not I rewatched joking. it. He really does. He's like he's like this. But it's not like a full-on, like, Argh. it's like, all right, keep keep the jacket. It was probably just like an <laughs> acting thing. But anyway. It, it's probably just an acting thing. But it was just funny because that creates a, a sense of, like, well, you know, you could put them together, or mm. you could not. The whole point being is, and, and this, everything's open to interpretation. Yeah, and I love that. Yes, because it makes it more inclusive for everybody to watch yeah. and have fun with these movies. Yes, too, which is what you want. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And that's why I think that that kiss at the end being forced made us all feel so awkward because yeah. we all like the idea of just everyone, you know, anything is possible. But that just made that ugly moment possible. But but in, in, <laughs> I, but in but in life, isn't love awkward? <laughs> And, My and, only problem with this is that the, the kiss just felt so forced. Yeah, it was forced, yeah. You know, like, they could have left it, and especially at the end, too, where you see him put the blanket on her, too. I mean, at that point, that, that actually shows good. more a sign of caring yeah. 100%. Than, than that weird, awkward kiss. And then between, you know, Ray and Finn, in The Force Awakens, it's pretty clear that Finn kind of has a crush Oh, yeah, her. sure. Well, of course. Stop but, holding uh, my hand. I don't need you to hold my hand. But, like, <laughs> even after, he's like, you got a boyfriend, space boyfriend, or something like that. You know? <laughs> you got, I was like, oh, you got, you got family back there? Boyfriend? Yeah. Thank <laughs> you, boyfriend. It's, it's, yeah, it's such true. a black guy thing. <laughs> oh, you got family. You know, some... Boyfriend. <laughs> Can I have your number? Exactly. <laughs> but then speaking of Ray, we... So we get we, we move on to Ray. Yes. Ray is on the... Well, Rose. Like, is everyone happy with Rose in the movie? Well, it could... I it, mean, she got 3.5 for me because, like I said, she had a good character development, a good arc. Mm -hmm. She has great motivation. Yeah. She's intelligent. She's well thought out as a character. She snuck a kiss. She, I, mean, I, I, I risked my she, life. She's, she's I risked like my one life of those secondary, maybe even like third characters. Yeah. But that has enough of a background and a motivation that you get where she's going yeah. for. And that's why I liked her yeah. more than I liked Finn. Mm. And I liked Poe less than both of them because I felt... Out of all, out of those three characters in that arc, mm -hmm. you know, let's call that the 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 new generation, the new generation of idiots who make <laughs> poor decisions. She's the one out of the those making poor decisions who has the biggest heart. Mm. At least yeah. it felt to me. Yeah, yeah, and I think like the one who was really just willing to do whatever. I mean, yeah, I think that's where Finn kind of learns from her then too. Mm. You know, like he walks into Canto Bite and he's like losing his mind with the opulence, yeah. and she's just trying to explain to him that like, nah. you know, behind this, there's more behind this, yeah. right? Yeah. F this place. And that's why I kind of, you know, I, I, I kind of disagree with you then. I feel like Finn actually does have an arc. The only reason why I agree with you that it's kind of weak is yeah. it does kind of feel like it's the same arc he had in the other movie. And probably me, comparatively, it's, it's weaker than most people. Yeah. Hmm. Like yes. if, if you stack it up with everybody yeah. else's, it's yeah. probably like, yeah. Eh. yeah. I, like I said, uh, for me, it just comes down to the fact that I felt we were repeating his entire arc from one. I just feel that at the end, he, he gets has, he's changed. He's gotten it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, even when Poe sees Luke going out against Kylo Ren, like yeah. Finn is like, we got to go help him. And, yeah. and yeah. you're even thinking, dude, you're going to get your ass yeah, yeah, handed yeah, 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 yeah. to you again. Remember when he sliced up your <laughs> yeah. spine? Let's do this another time. Remember when you almost killed yourself just now? <laughs> but you know, like that's, just now. That's what I loved about how in both movies, he really throws himself at the end in these situations where you know, dude, the odds are stacked so much against you, but he's willing to do it. 
he's it's a just weird that it's the same thing. <laughs> he's yeah. a stormtrooper. He's thinking um, like a stormtrooper. But he at least is. I do feel he's grown. And the other thing too that I really loved about it is his confrontation with Phasma. Mm. Yes. And so you know we we'll, we're going to get to the other fights obviously, but I really felt his fight with Phasma was the better fight in the movie because there were actual stakes behind it. Like you know you those felt, two it was ha- emotional. It you was like that fight more than Oh yeah, we had this good. Yeah. You uh, like that fight more than the the Kylo and Rey 100%. And Snoke, so- 100%. I, and the the main reason is and we'll, we'll talk about that too because talking yeah. to my wife, my wife actually had a had an interesting uh take on the Kylo and Rey with the Praetorian Guards fight. But I felt his fight with Phasma, there were actual stakes behind it. There was an emotional context behind it. They had a history. They had like, he had like a score to settle. And, you know, the last blow that he gave her to, like right to the, to the helmet and yeah. everything. I thought all that was really, really well done. And it actually felt like when those two start fighting, that's the time in the movie where I was like, okay, now it's on. Like yeah. there's something here that I'm invested in to see how this works out. Because so. it, it reminded me of uh, the fight in uh, the last, uh, sorry, uh, the Return of the Jedi, where like uh, um, Darth Vader's down on one knee, and then Luke's just yes. laying in a bam, bam, just super, exactly super it. mad, just like ah, I'm yeah. gonna kill you. Yeah, not even strategic, just <laughs> yeah, pure just like, raw ah, anger, like, just straight up. That's exactly that's what it, it reminded me. So I was like, oh yeah. man, mm-hmm. he's mad. Like, I mean, yeah, I, don't get me wrong, that fight's amazing. Um, I just feel once again, though we underutilize the, his opponent. I okay. see his inspiration, but why is Phasma? Why does Phasma care? So, so this is the thing. So let's let's nail Phasma down now quickly too yeah. while we're on it. So Phasma, you gave her. Why are you in the movie? Yeah, why are you in the movie <laughs> out of five? Because uh, like you know, she doesn't even get a score because I absolutely don't need her in the movie. I really feel Phasma serves the purpose that she's supposed to serve, even though it is such a small purpose. Yeah. But, you know, she's in there there just to be Finn's foil. Yeah. They have that fight, which for a character who really ultimately is totally disposable, honestly, aside mm-hmm. from that, she looks cool and you get the impression that she's this crazy authoritarian, yeah. you know, like sadistic supervisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, she's, her, her she role really is drinks to, the Kool-Aid. Her, her role is to actually supervise the stormtroopers. She trains yeah, to, to whip and, them all into yeah, shape. Yeah, and, and anything happens wrong with them, she they go and see her. And, yeah. And she puts them back in line kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, so I, I kind of felt that they, you know, this in this movie at least, they used her versus like in The Force Awakens, she's really useless in The yeah. Force Awakens. In this movie, the small little bit that they use her in The Force Awakens, they actually expand on it a little bit based on like how Finn really wants to go after her then. And um But when do we see her in The Last Jedi? You just see her when uh, when they're about to execute them. That's when it, she, right? They, they, okay, when, that's what I thought. When they catch when they catch them. Yeah. And when they're about to execute them and she obviously when up. they have their fight. That's literally it. Okay. I just feel like that once again, super underutilized. Like to the point where in the longest Star Wars movie to date, she's there for four minutes. Which is probably twice as long as she was in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Because I mean, like. Which is hilarious because in The Force Awakens, she was in so much of the promotional material. Yeah. She's hardly in the movie. Again, how much much stormtroopers do you really see in this movie? Oh That's no, true. I agree. True. The stormtroopers aren't really present. Exactly. So yeah, I guess she doesn't have to be as present either. Right. But you know, I felt that mm, she served her person her purpose in that she is just part of Finn's arc and she's just part of that growth in Finn's arc. That's all she's literally there to do. She serves her purpose. 
She's in and out. They use her. I felt Ryan Johnson used her in the perfect way that you could really use her because ultimately, like you said, there is real no purpose for her. Yeah. And he managed to find a purpose for her, whether she's dead or not by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> I Even thought, the fire goes, oh. I thought, like, <laughs> I thought they really used her to a good end. And, um, you know, everyone compares her to Boba Fett. Yes. She serves way more of a purpose than Boba Fett for in any of the other movies. I would definitely say she's a Boba Fett. She looks cool. She gets her butt handed But there's, there's a reason, though, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. how Boba Fett ends up dying in Return of the Jedi. And, like, in, in Empire, he just <laughs> catches him and everything. Bonk. Like, at least, at least in this movie, there's a purpose for Phasma being there. And the way she gets taken out, there's, there's like, you know, an emotional context behind yeah. her being taken out. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. She's gone, done, one and done, finished. And then Finn gets that, like, badass line when he comes back up on the, oh, on yeah. the bridge. And he's like, hey, remember me? Would yeah. you know what that reminded me of? Back to the Future 2. Oh, yes. I thought, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the smack, it's like the door opening. Yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah, All yeah. of that, yeah. Um, quickly into Leia, uh, and then into Ray and Luke. Um, About time. Yeah. About time we, we got to see some of that. Leia, um, I mean, great in the movie. I gave I feel, her a five on five. I've, I feel with when when she had that emotional moment with with uh, Kylo Ren, when he's going, when he's definitely going to like take out the whole ship. Yeah. And they kind of, I, like, I mean, and what was the term? Kind of, they, my friends, someone, someone else and I were talking about it. We call it the, the like, I sense you moments. Yes. Like yeah. where they just kind of look off into space. It's just like, yeah, You're yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. And it's very reminiscent to how in Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. her and Luke yes. kind of have that yeah. moment. Yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. And then I thought she, I thought she was done. I was like, okay, this is where she's. I know. This is where I she, thought so too. This, because this is when she's done. Carrie Fisher and you know, rest in peace to Carrie Fisher. A year later, uh, it's been. It was a year ago yeah. today. Today yeah. yeah. that yeah. she passed away. So you know, it, it even just doing this podcast on this day feels bittersweet in the sense that someone yeah. that inspired. And and you know was one of the strongest female lead characters mm-hmm. uh, in an era where w- she was a leads. doer. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was a doer. She, she literally is the only one in all of those movies who does what has to be done. Yes, you only, know, in the original trilogy, yep. Luke is just a whiny little punk. Yep. Han is selfish. Yeah, but Leia does what has to be done. And you look at her backstory, man, mm-hmm. her entire planet, her mm-hmm. family, yeah, everybody them. gone, and she just keeps moving forward. Even in this movie, her husband, killed by her son, yeah. Yeah. keeps moving forward. Yeah, And that's why I respect Leia's character, and I respect Fisher as an actress portraying that character. And just knowing how, as an actress, she herself was always really strong, mm-hmm. and she brought that to the character. Because it's one thing to play a strong character, yeah. but then behind closed doors, you are a mess. And I mean, male or female, that there's a lot of actors in Hollywood mm-hmm. who aren't anywhere near as strong as the characters they portray. But Fisher was, and mm-hmm. that's and that's I think why Leia speaks to so many people. Yeah, because when it came to the movie, and we all knew that the actress, you know, she'd passed away, and we're all like, when is like, how are you guys going to handle her death? Mm-hmm. In this, that scene where you know Kylo, her son blows up the whole bridge of that ship and then no they, it wasn't he doesn't do it he doesn't sorry do it. so he's going towards it they have that force and then, moment and then he doesn't and then he, he doesn't and his off. two wingmen do it yeah. yeah did you notice that he actually shoots down one of the wingmen and then also he flies close to the cruiser and Hux comes in being like hey we can't cover you if you're that close to the cruisers he keeps flying close to the cruisers till his other wingman gets shot down by the cruiser and then he flies off yeah ah interesting yeah. Purpose. you yeah. killed my mother yeah, I'm, it's interesting how he yeah. does that. Concerning, yeah. you know, he uh, skewered his dad. So. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> there's a light in him. That's yeah. the whole, you know. Well, I mean, you wouldn't like your dad either if he was a scoundrel. 
guess. He shot first, man. That's the karma right oh, there. What was, what was, what was nerf herder? Yes, there we go. Your dad's, a, your mom calls your dad a nerf herder in front of you. What do you do? <laughs> you cut him down where he stands. But um, yeah, so for Leia, that see, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who found that scene where she uh, uses the force to pull herself back in. The Mary Poppins scene. Yes, the Mary Poppins scene. Uh, some people think it's a little ridiculous. It was a little too much. No. Uh, no, no. I, I mean, I don't think so. The I way mean, if the way if, she was posing was a little too much. I just thought the way it was shot exactly was lame. It itself is not a weak scene. Yeah, it's no. great that she does it, but it's the way it's shot where she's kind of like, and it speaks to her like, will. Also, yes, it know, speaks to 100%. her will. Could she have reached out and brought Akbar with her too? No, uh, dude, he's gone. I'm sorry. Was he on that bridge? He yeah, was, he dude, was. he's on the left, and you see him get sucked out immediately. Oh. Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Gail Admiral uh, Akbar, first Muslim in space. <laughs> <laughs> we get into a scene. God where, bless you. So, like I mentioned before, she had that bio connection tra- the tracker yeah, yeah. with Ray that was on her wrist. That then leads us to Finn taking it. But in, in all that time, while she's gone, which brings us to Holdo. Holdo takes over and is in charge. And I've had many a discussion with people about this. I d- felt that Holdo did not owe Poe a single explanation. No, not at all. Thank you. Now, one, one okay. hold on, because I want Mobs to give his opinion because... So my problem with it was, after we discussed this, yeah. I totally got what you were saying, because yeah. military-wise, she really does not owe him exactly. any information. Now, when he goes up on the bridge, and he's being completely disrespectful, now, granted, if she would have explained everything to him, all this could have been avoided, but... Sure, she doesn't have to explain it to him, and he's being disrespectful yeah. to her. What I didn't understand was when she just has him escorted off, I would have been like, throw this man in the bridge. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then everything else would have been avoided, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That's true, eh? So, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That's, you know, that's, there's, that is the only mistake I see in the Holdo character mm. that kind of throws everything off. Even to the point where they are now committing a mutiny. Like even yeah. at that point, oh, yeah. like at that point, even I would be like, "Look, you're being an idiot. Like yeah. this is the plan I have here. This is the reason why this is going to work, and you're going to do this. You realize you're sacrificing everyone's yeah. lives here because you're being a fool. But then again, it's just like well, I'm not going to tell you because I don't have to tell you. Like at that point, then it makes no sense. I kind of, I, and I get what you're saying. I feel that on that so- same side, though, even if she tried to explain to him when he started the mutiny, she. They wouldn't have listened. It I, I, still would have been worth worth the shot. Because at that point now, now everyone's life is on the line here now. Yeah. Like, you really should lay it all out. If he doesn't listen, then at that point, forget about, like, stunning the guy. You should toss him out with Admiral Akbar then. Because huh. I feel... RIP Admiral Akbar for Smith <laughs> in Space. It really was a trap for you, and I Fifth apologize. Because <laughs> I feel like she doesn't tell him because she was like, I, I saw everything that happened before. Yeah. when you're being a flyboy already yeah. and Leia told you everything and mm-hmm. you still disregarded everything she told Tr- you to true. come I mean, she told yeah. you to come back you didn't come back she said yo the um like you know glory isn't everything and yeah you took down a dreadnought but we lost a lot of people, lot of people. I, I to- she told you everything it would have been great you're, it you're been in great, the inner though. circle and yet <laughs> it would have been great though like you're saying if like if she wouldn't say that if she would have actually said something like that oh so yeah. are you gonna get more people killed here now oh. yeah yeah like something something Just to dig into turn that knife yeah it's like oh so um, um let me ask uh, Captain oh wait he's dead because of that run you did <laughs> let me ask Captain oh wait dead because of that run you just did that's why you get nothing you get zip if she turned into Willy Wonka at that moment you get zip not a zilch yeah null and void so that, that's why I think from Holdo, I mean, as a character, she's well-developed. Mm-hmm. I thought she had a good story. 
And for that self-sacrifice scene alone, yeah, yeah. she, I mean, it's just, I gave her a 4.5. You know what would have been even better? And obviously, you're going to think I'm saying this because I'm biased. <laughs> I know. But, uh, Go for it. But I have heard other people I, say this I too. I love Holdo's character. Yeah. I love that it was another, it was obviously another woman that was in there too. And, and who can not want Laura Dern in a movie? She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And apparently she's a super Star Wars nerd too. Oh, yes, really? she was. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, what would have been awesome would have been if it was Admiral Akbar <laughs> who took control and who did that movie. Because I think that would have had more weight for the nerds. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And it would have been amazing. I and agree. you know Akbar would have took that home man. <laughs> and I, I, and the first reason, Muslim in space <laughs> and the reason I can agree with that is he knows because... what a trap is <laughs> <laughs> knows a, there's a thing or two about some traps he would have set that trap and sprung it <laughs> but that's the thing like I've had other people say that and the reason I get it is because Akbar actually did more in the past mm-hmm. and Holdo literally gets introduced yeah. To die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, uh, I haven't read the book Bloodline where yeah, supposedly yeah. they explain the relationship between Holdo and Leia. Yeah, more. they're like they're like childhood friends yeah. on the that the planet. But I shouldn't on. have to read a no, book. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You to, can't you can't yeah. have like the expanded or whatever the other universe yeah. here to help. No, I gotta sell you stuff. I gotta sell you stuff. This is hey, this is the, the house of mouse. Everybody works. Yeah. Yeah. But what a ruled is if you had Akbar and Holdo. Akbar does the run and Holdo at least you have her kept over because now at least we have someone for the next movie though. yeah yeah. but you know they're not they obviously don't know any of this I think it was too happen. late in the game <laughs> like, did anyone else passed. pick up the the little romantic tension there between Holdo and Poe like no what? you felt that thing? oh yeah really? when she's like you're dangerous fly boy mm. and I'm gonna make out with you right now <laughs> I, th- I, oh, yeah. I read that as you're pissing me off I yeah. really saw like those two like sexual I mean, obviously, tension I, I think it, interesting I don't <laughs> think they intended to oh. but the way those two that might just be Oscar it, Isaac it really and worked. Laura Dern being into each other that could be Oscar Isaac yeah. and anybody True. on that, yeah. on that <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> really working well and I think Laura Dern was just basically like I, I'm your boss, man. Like, I own you, and you're going to do what I'm telling you yeah. to do. And you're not even a captain. Why are you on the bridge? Yes, yeah. that was amazing. That was Get line. off the yeah. bridge. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Leia uh, then has that connection with uh, Luke. Yeah. And the reason I bring that up is because we get the Kylo and and Rey connection. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so you find out that uh, the next part is... Um, and we've kind of didn't get a chance to discuss this a lot, but uh, we, we'll have to do it quickly because we're almost at the end. Um, Leia, is, um, Leia connects with Luke, but then Ray is also on the island with uh, our boy Luke and Chewie, and she starts her training. She starts to see how strong she is with the Force. Luke gets a little scared. Uh, you, you, I mean, we all saw it in the trailer, and he says it in the movie. Uh, last time I saw someone w- with this powerful, it didn't scare me. Now it does this time. Yeah. Um, also, there's the scene where Ray goes straight into the darkness. Yeah. Fearlessly goes into the darkness, mm-hmm. which freaked him out because it's just like you, you saw the light and the dark. You went right into the dark. No, she's like, "Ooh, dark. What's going on in here?" Yeah. It was less fearlessly. It was more like he said. You went into the dark because it was offering you something you wanted. Yeah. So. Uh, and which is, she wants to know who her family is. Yeah. Which, my thing for Ray and the reason I gave Ray 4.5 is I felt she developed as a Jedi. Mm-hmm. The reason she lost 0.5 is the constant obsession with trying to figure out who her parents are right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, throughout the whole movie, you've been pushing everyone else to move forward and be like, we have to do certain things right now. Mm-hmm. The obsession with your parents is something you need to put on the back burner. I, there are too many lives at stake. That's her it's, weakness. It that's is. Every, I know. Yeah. I know. Every Jedi has their weakness. That's yeah. hers. And, but, I mean, but giving into the darkness that easily because of your yeah. weakness, that's scary. You've been alone, you've been alone that good. long. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. And she's totally untrained in everything. And, and yeah. that ultimately is... 
Ray wants that wants a family. Yeah. And Which I think, Kylo milks. And I think at the end when <laughs> when you see her hugging Finn at that point, she I think she kind of realizes and like this I is have my family. My family. Yeah. yeah, you know, exactly. like I've, I've found my own family. Yeah. Uh, the only thing about Ray stuff that I did not like is the mirror sequence. Huh. That geez, it that was dragged cool, on but so it was long. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was cool, but it was long. Yeah, I was like, it's are a, you really snapping your fingers three times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that, like, y- if you were to t- re- girl, you ain't Michael Jackson. Stop yeah. snapping your fingers. <laughs> yeah, they could edit that down to make that because that was what like six minutes of her falling in, swimming, which her some, finding nothing, her finding nothing, her going touching that. M- <laughs> <laughs> Touching that mirror, uh, tapping finger snaps, all that test, yeah, and then uh, trying to find out like who's your family, you, and then it's her own face. That's funny, and it's less like that's pretty harsh. But I, <laughs> that's pretty harsh when the force is like fingers, <laughs> deuces, no answers. But I do like that they they use that. Kylo uses that to his advantage. Yeah, in constantly being like. You know, forget everything. No one cares about you. No one has your back. No one, but I do. Yeah, I I'm did, here for I you. I did enjoy how you see Snoke being so manipulative with Kylo, yeah. and then Kylo being manipulative with Rey. Then, yeah, like, and it's like the, kind of that evolution of abuse, right? Like yeah. Yeah. the father abuses the son, the son abuses the, and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah. And it, and and it's kind of unfortunate. I mean, I really liked Kylo as a character in the last movie, and I think I liked him more in this one. I did. I was gonna yeah. say I liked him even more. I think I gave him. Uh, what did I give him on? I gave three point five on five. Mm. Uh, the only reason he didn't get like higher is because he just he's a little broken and he's a little dangerous and he holds a grudge in a way that is. But I think that's the whole point because yeah. I, I think. Oh I no! Think, I think, the I, think dar- I like his darkness, mm. but he the grudge holding over. Uncle tried to kill me. Dude, dude, yo, dude, dude. How would you feel? You woke up and your uncle I get it. has a gun in your face. I get and it. He, and you, but you, guys, guys, hold no on. Context. There's a scale though. My uncle tried to kill me. Let me go after him. My uncle tried to kill me. Let me murder the king universe. Yes. Come on, man. F There's the a world. big scale. But, like you guys world. are acting like I'm weird. I the mean, dude but, is but, trying to murder that was the, the universe, thing, though, right? Like that's what completely twisted him to the dark side. Because what I thought, I thought the thing that screws him up in the head was that my grandfather was Darth Vader yeah. what <laughs> yeah I thought that was the part that broke him like they kind of my kept... uncle was about to kill me while I slept yeah <laughs> but my but uncle's a side... punk ass and he was gonna <laughs> my legendary uncle was going to kill Granted, me yes imagine I, that I, I yeah. agree with that in the sense that like his you legendary can turn that in, you can turn that into a you uh... will turn Darth Vader but you're gonna kill me yes. <laughs> <laughs> you true, did not true, kill true. your father you can't kill yeah exactly exactly that but at the same time I haven't even killed anybody yet <laughs> once again though skill I'm not like he destroyed well, more planets than Vader did. Remember Star mm, Wars? We don't know. We don't know. I don't know, dude. We they destroyed so, the entire Republic with that's that true. Star but, Killer. But that's not that's not only Kylo's decision, right? Like that there was Vader. Vader. There's, 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 Vader there's, there's four people in that. People. Snow Up close. Well, Vader, Vader killed people with the Emperor too, though. Like but Vader, Vader killed the Emperor. people like up close and personal. <laughs> before, before yeah, but not full planets. Yeah, Bef- but the full planets was like a group. Decision. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what about what about? I'm a terrorist. What are you talking I'm part about? Of five. It's Anakin, less bad Anakin, that I murdered all these people than if I one guy who shot yeah, up ten. Anakin <laughs> blew up a whole. Starbase. Mur- Anakin no, no, murdered no. a whole family. Kid, of no, no, little, Anakin little, killed kid, little kids. Kid, yes. kid Anakin blew up that whole base by himself. 
Remember he was in the Naboo fighter in yeah. the first movie and he had to take down the shield of the planet? Yeah. And he blew up the whole thing by himself? Yeah. Can I just point to out to you? more I'm just lives. Saying, I'm saying he killed people too. He's killed, he's killed people child. too. Can I just <laughs> point out child. to uh, young Anakin, uh, let's try spinning, that's a good trick. Uh, Kylo Ren did spinning <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> it was amazing. Some guy on Reddit had posted that. I hoped he... I hoped he would have wiped a tear from his eyes saying, thanks, grandfather. That was a good trick. Whoever you were on Reddit, I salute you for that one. Uh, so Kylo, as a character, three I gave him three on five only yeah. because like I, I felt... Uh, I felt he had some. He was flawed in some. It did, it, his giving into that rage towards the end with Luke was pretty intense. It, it um, him being whiny in the beginning, in the yeah. beginning of of uh, of um, the Force Awakens makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, my uncle tried to kill me. Yeah, my whininess. Uncle. The whininess actually really works out interestingly in that how uh, like my wife was pointing this out too. Everybody, Snoke especially, keeps calling him like you're just a child. Yeah, because he yeah. really is ultimately like he's not a child, but he's he's not. In the a, grand, yeah, he was a teenager when he left. Yeah. In, in the grand scheme of legends, he yeah, is, he's, he's a, still a, a kid, a really. Yeah. You know, and and that's all what's affected him. That's why he's still, you know, even when he kind of spazzes out at Luke at the end with his little like yeah. tantrums, it's because he really is just a kid ultimately yeah. who yeah. was. You know, who was let down by his uncle in such an awful way that twisted him and set him off on this really awful path. Mm-hmm. And what I did like about this and this kind of going on to Luke, and this is why I thought Kylo's character deserves a little bit more than 3.5 on 5. I thought he actually, you see more depths to why he is who he is, yeah. uh, how he turns against Snoke and then ultimately then just turns the tables on Rey then. Yeah. It's so rough. But how he but kills But it's Snoke. not even that he turns the tables on Rey. He offers Ray the chance. No, but I mean, turns the tables in that, like, I think she assumed that he was going to with her. And then it was like, well, no, I want you to be with me. This is all the way But the the, the thing I loved about that scene, and you're right, maybe he deserves a four for this, is he's not trying to tell her, like, I I, I don't, come with me, but not because I want to be better than with everyone else. I want to start from scratch. Yeah. Because everything so far has been broken. Yes. And that, like we said, failure. We you you mentioned it before. Yoda comes and start, talks to to Luke and mm-hmm. says, "This was all a failure." Yep. Like yeah. they, the theme really was a mm-hmm. lot of the things that we've done failed. We weren't doing it properly. Yeah, let 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 the Jedi Temple burn, mm-hmm. and then Kylo let the Jedi, the Sith, the Republic, the First Order, let it all burn. Yeah, let's start anew and rule the universe together. Yeah, and I almost wish she took his hand. Oh wow! I almost wish she took his hand. That would been Only, darker than dark. But uh, no, because he wasn't going dark. That's the point, though. He was doing that kind of like DJ thing, where it's just like I don't care about them. Th- they're all idiots. I think I think nerds would have raged even harder. Sure. Oh, for, oh he, that would so good. However, he, w- he was burn. saying though, like we'll rule everything together. Yes. Yeah. He still was kind of going towards but, you know w- rule everything. Where we're not constantly fighting, though. Yeah. I mean, feudal ch- Japan had yeah. one emperor show up and say, hey, this is stupid. Let's unify. Mm-hmm. And Japan had the most prosperity they've ever had yeah, yeah. in the history of the com- uh, the country. A lot of blood spilled, but still, yeah. Yes. And that's <laughs> what I'm saying. a lot of blood spilled, but and still. And th- th- that same emperor mentality mm-hmm. of like, well, let's unify. Because the, but because the, Emperor Palpatine didn't unify for the greater good. He unified because he's a, 
uh, a power hungry bastard. Yeah, yeah. Kylo is saying, let's stop everything and unify to start anew. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like what he was trying to do. I don't know if he necessarily meant that. I think it was more, let's just destroy everything and then yeah. just start, start new start though. Again. And everyone's yeah, on which their is, own. I mean, start new meaning everyone's on their own or rule it. It's, yeah. it's a little bit of a nihilistic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but w- what I did enjoy with that was, he, like you said, he's trying to move forward yes. even though it's in a messed up way yes he's I at agree. least trying to move forward mm-hmm. yeah so and what i ultimately is kylo is just he's just lonely yeah yeah you know yeah so uh which is the other side of the ray theme like mm-hmm. they're both lonely that's yeah. why they yeah. connect so easily because so, when snoke was manipulating them and connecting them it's because they, they were both, both are lonely. they're both lonely and yeah. theor- theoretically they're the last of their kind maybe Possibly, yeah. Maybe, well, I mean, maybe. we get the hint at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So, yeah. you know, one thing uh, nudge, nudge. that my wife caught, too, that I didn't catch was the really lame scene where he has his shirt off. Yeah. No, so, that was funny. So, Ryan Johnson was saying that he did that to show, like, an intimacy in their conversation and that, like, this is awkward. Dude has his shirt off. Yeah, but, yeah, like, whatever. yeah. And she um, even says, please put a shirt off. She, <laughs> my wife pointed funny. out that if you actually look at it, and it's true, I, I picked it up when she pointed it out, it kind of showed his scar goes completely like yeah, down yes, the side yes, of his yes, body. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So my wife was like, you know, that's actually showing that how much Ray really messed him yeah. up in that fight. <laughs> that's a good point. So I didn't really pick up on that. Yeah, I was I missed, like, that's an interesting missed, way to kind of show that. I was only seeing like his pecs. And I didn't. <laughs> no, but it's true. I completely I, missed I remember out on looking, that. Everyone was like, damn, that guy's good. <laughs> but I remember looking at it and seeing the scar goes all the way yeah, up yeah, his body, all the way, all up, the way yeah. across up to his face. Because one yeah. thing I did like about that scene is like, yeah, this, uh, this just, Turns on and off. Can't control it. Puberty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fifty Shades of Kylo. <laughs> it just flips right on and off. And you're like, uh, can you put a shot? And he's like, no, you called me. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you called me. <laughs> yeah. So Kylo as a character, I think, was better fleshed out. Mm. Uh, his motivations mm. are there. So yeah. yeah, you guys are probably right. He probably does deserve a higher mark. Yeah. Uh, it's just that I guess after first viewing, it was more kind of just like, I mean... For me, one of the issues was just it felt like more of the same from the first one, mm. where it's just a lot of anger. But yeah. it's true; it it does come down to a lot of the sadness, yeah, the loneliness, and that's what brought them this together. This person that's supposed to take care of me that says like I have a lot of potential yeah. Yeah. is standing over me, prepared to take me out. Yeah, and it's super sad when you hear Luke's side of it. He's like, I caught myself. And I realized I felt ashamed. I can't yeah. believe what I was going to do. And then he woke up and I couldn't even. Yeah. He said in the last thing I saw then was the look of a scared child. Yeah. yeah. And with the last four minutes, we'll talk about Luke. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see Luke. He fights Kylo on the salt planet. Yes. Um, which thank you for sending me. Jaws D sent me that uh, image where they explained the reason. Oh, is it's um, I think it was Mr. No, it was uh, Chris Stuckman from uh, YouTube. He yeah. pointed out that uh they constantly talk about the salt on the planet. They do the little mark and someone touches the red mark, taps it on their mouth. Oh, the that's salt. salt. Yeah. And constantly salt. everyone's, everything, everything, salt, salt. It's almost like a prestige moment. Salt, 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 salt. Yeah. Then Kylo Ren has his fight with Luke and Luke is dodging and moving around. But every time Kylo moves and swipes his foot, mark, mark, yeah. mark, mark. And then it's kind of hinting that Luke isn't really there. Yeah. Because when Luke moves, there's, there's no salt. No mark. Yeah, yeah, there's no which mark I didn't, whatsoever. I didn't notice, but that's a good cool. The only thing I noticed was when he shows up, I was like, "You kidding me? This guy got a haircut? On yeah, his way here? he got, like, a, he got a haircut. Younger. He got a haircut, a beard cut, and he like put more black on everything. Yeah. He, he got some just for men out in space, <laughs> yeah. just for Jedi. Oh, sorry, sorry. So uh, one of the things that was great was 
I mean, we all know he dies at the end. And he brushes his shoulders off. Yeah, and he, we, <laughs> yeah, which was pretty cool. <laughs> and, and the thing that was really cool, though, is all of that fighting, force projection, all the way from that island yeah. in the middle of a planet so far away. Yeah. That, and I, and I know some people got really upset because they were just like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why didn't he just show up? Mm. Because... To me, With what ship? That's the other thing. How's well, the, the X wing was in the water, but anyways, that's it's the whole probably other. Destroyed. Yeah. No, I know. It's just those are all arguments mm-hmm. people have made. But for me, the stronger show of force was I can project. Yeah. Across the fucking universe, mm-hmm. and I can project solid because when Kylo goes in and picks up the dice and holds them in his hand, yeah, they then dissolve. Oh, and that's I didn't I missed that. That is next mm-hmm. level projection. There's another sequence too where when Leia holds out her hand and he takes her hand. Yes, she looks at him and she looks at, she's looking at him like wait wait a second because at that point she realizes he's not there. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, uh, some people were really upset with Luke's death. Mm. Um, Luke Luke uh, Mark Hamill himself said that's not my uh, Luke Skywalker, which um, he regrets saying. But yeah, because I mean, because he's also said that like you know usually we have. Uh, arguments with the director and the mm. writing people on set and we're you know we're figuring out stuff together and um, you know everyone has their own vision and stuff like that and Mark Hamill's always been like oh vocal uh, yeah. George you should try this or you should do this or maybe I was thinking of going this way blah blah blah, blah you know and um, that's just part of the process and you know even he said you know what even if things make you uncomfortable it's still good yeah it still shows growth it shows that you're learning yeah um, he has said that and um I think, you know, everyone has to stop reading super deep into what people say all the time. Yeah. What I liked about it, obviously, like, the nerd in me was hoping we'd just see Luke go ham as a Jedi finally. But what I liked about it was it actually shows as a character he's learned from yes. the beginning. You know, he was impulsive. This time he was well thought out. He didn't have to take, like, the, you know, the... Um, what's the word the, the aggressive sort of yeah, way into yeah. this he really took kind of a passive resistance and the way he fought yeah obviously yeah. he's not there but yeah. there's no yeah. lightsaber clashing yeah um the other thing that i enjoyed too a little throwback was he was using his dad's lightsaber in the yeah. projection mm-hmm. he wasn't using his green one right and um it just really showed that he he grew as a character luke was always one who would just rush and be impatient and at mm-hmm. this point now he was just working towards the actual way into what was supposed to do luke was the man who like all these other dudes here you know i was talking about that toxic masculinity mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the man here who realized he made a mistake was accountable for the mistake he made mm-hmm. learned from the mistake of it and walked away into the sunset learning and that shot where he looks at the sunset the you know the, call, the callback to like yeah, the Tatooine scene. Yeah, yeah. W- it was a perfect way for him to go. And like, I'm sad he died. And like, yeah. I wish we would have had more of Luke, mm-hmm. but it, it worked out. Obi Wan style. It totally worked out well. Obi Wan style. He went out even more of a badass than Obi Wan did, mm-hmm. I think. Guys on five, what do you say? Luke? No, the movie. I'll let you guys go first. I don't know the fact that we're able to talk about it like this. I'm giving it a, a four. Yeah. You know, we, we were able to pull and pull and. Yeah, I like. I think four on five because I think it really does break down the story really well, and it does something completely different. Yes, it's different for. We story. asked for yeah. something different. It finally gave us something different. Yeah. I, I guess so. I think I would go on four on five now. I know when me and Brian sp- first spoke about it, we both were saying that it's good and it's, but it's not great. Yeah. And when I first walked out, I was a little bit disappointed with some things, but the more I was thinking about it, and when I watched it again, it really, it really stands up. And there's yeah. so much going on. There's so many subtle things. There's so many things that you might have problems with that he has answers for everything in the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So everything really works out really well. And like you said, there's so much that you can talk about. Right? Yeah. On five? I think I give it a four on five. 